Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913. Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. Well, I didn't figure. I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. Five seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and Havacek steals it. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung lane, drive left field, one run is in, here comes Breen, here's the throw to the plate, he is safe, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win. So, five seconds left in the game, do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you've all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts. Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. Sean Neil and Wesley here with you. Wes, hold on. I was going to talk about this earlier. What's that? And I didn't. I said I'm going to save it. So, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I had Crystal that Sean and I ate. Last week, you brought Burger King, and Sean made a statement. Well, I guess next week, that means I got to buy. You smell that? Do you, I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything either. I, I, smell, I smell air. Air. I, I forgot all about it. <laughs> no tacos. Nothing. No crystals. No fries. Not even a snack. Nothing. 
Not even no, a little Debbie snack. No Cheez-Its. But you, uh, you guys record the show. I'll run and grab something real quick. Well, I mean, <laughs> it would be better. That, that, that is a fair, that's a fair trade. <laughs> we, we will fall on that grenade. <laughs> Anywho, I'll, I'll get it next week. <laughs> if he don't forget. If he doesn't forget. He's like forget. he did today. He's He's forgetting. Yeah. Anyways. So, Power Pack show coming. Power Pack! We, we got a lot to talk about. Do we? We do. do. We? Yeah, we do. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> we had Coach Cave on on the Thursday show. That was pretty solid. I was. That's your favorite part of the week so far. It is. It is. Not just the coaches show. <laughs> the fact that you got to talk shop with Coach Cave. I mean... I, I like Coach Cape. I think he's a pretty cool, dude. I think I think you guys are pen pals. <laughs> you you actually might buy him one of those little necklaces, BFF heart necklaces, <laughs> where you wear one half and he wears the other half. I think it's I think it's you, you you and Coach Cape. You are good. Do they do they make those for guys? Who says they have to be for guys? I, Just, mean, I guess we could get the little girly. What's what's the song for Laverne and Shirley? I don't know. I was getting ready to say we're the two best friends that anyone could have. That's a new one. On we're me. the two best friends that <laughs> well, anyone. Could I don't have. know what they say at the beginning, but I know we're gonna do it. We're the two best <laughs> friends that anyone could have, and we'll never ever 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 leave each other. <laughs> That's a. What's Bad that, song. I don't know. I heard it from somewhere. I don't know where that's from, but you know what's better than that? That's never been recorded. What's that? Take me. Uh, let's let's go down. Stop. Down. Stop. Uh, stop. 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 You done lost. Stop. <laughs> well, then sing it. Well, not now that I've been put on the spot. Okay. But you butchered my song. <laughs> he couldn't even spit the words. We out. haven't. Uh, You're the redneck to, butcher. We haven't talked about it in the last two weeks or so, so it's kind of left my mind. Well, because you're old. Speaking of old, let the old times roll. What the Golden Bachelor has started at this point? Yes, it has. Is who did I pick? <laughs> I'd have Danita. I'd have to go back Ruth? and look in the notes. Yeah, where's the notes? Georgia. Who did I pick? Joan. 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 I think it was did Joan. Did you pick Joan or did he? Pick no, he Joan? picked Joan because he talked about how good looking Joan was. Edith. Edith. That's who I did went you with. Pick Edith. I think it was Edith. I don't care about it. Is the Golden Bachelor still alive? I don't know, but I saw a clip for it the other day, yeah. and I mean, you, you picked Edith, I had Joan, and Wes had Leslie. Leslie, that's not. Have you seen the? Did you see the? She walked out on her on her walker, and she looked like Mama from Mama's Family, and she and she took her wig off and like her gown, and then she was like, oh, "Hey, God!" Then they were shooting hoops. I can tell you this: that's the youngest looking seventy year old man I've ever seen in my life. Do we know that he's seventy? I mean, he's supposed to be seventy. Yeah, right. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> the the marker for old people at this point. Is Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Like, if you're not a babbling <laughs> fool like that, then you're not really old. If you're not senile, then you're not, I think they should, when, whenever Joe Biden's no longer president, I think he should be the next Golden Bachelor. How entertaining <laughs> would that be? <laughs> this thing, you know? I, I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen you're gonna this take, season. You, you, you're going to sit down. And on on the thing, you know the thing that I'm talking about, and it's like, Joe, this is a this is a family show. You can't talk about your genitals. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about Joe's genitals. He's like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the the thing, the the thing. Oh, you mean a chair, a chair, Joe? That's what that's called. 
thought it was going to go straight to the shocker. <coughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what is going on with this? I, it's the, I hope it flops. I'm not talking about the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> I'm talking about the show. I hope it flops. I hope it goes oh, over yeah. like a fart in an elevator. It, it'll be the one and only time, I'd say. Well, I mean, don't we have to have a Golden Bachelorette? But I want it to be like, like I said, like one of the Golden Girls. <laughs> God rest her soul, Betty White would have been a perfect Golden Bachelorette. <laughs> Whoa, she'd been old. She'd, 99? She'd, been, she'd have been 100. 99? She died at 99, I think. She did. Yeah. You're right. But, yeah. I mean, she would have been 100 by now. Well, yeah, because she died two years ago. So, math, 99 plus 2, 101. Math. Was math. Math. <laughs> Get your timer out so we can do our five and five. That ain't going to happen. Don't you dare be a negative Nancy. No way. Okay, you want to make it happen? Let's go. Don't you rush me. Let's go. Don't oh you rush gosh. me. Let's go. You want five and five? He's a little aggressive. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Let me know when you're ready. Buddy, I was born ready. Hit it. Go. First topic. Acuna. Ronald Acuna, that is. It's the first ever forty home run sixty stolen base club. That's awesome. only, great. Next. That's only because Barry Bonds juiced himself. Had Barry Bonds not juiced himself, he'd have done the 40-60 club. <laughs> well, you think it slowed him down because he juiced himself? Yeah, because well, he yeah, did. He, his he, head was as big as... Easy. You're talking about my basketball. favorite baseball player of all time. Um, he didn't steal the bases later in his career that he did earlier in his career. That's true. I mean, he was the first the first 40-40 guy for a long time. That's true. So Ryder Cup, do we care? No. Yes. yes. No. You gotta, it is... One of no. the best viewing golf viewing events every and everybody every thinks we're listening to the Golden Bachelor now because we can't. It used to be. It's not anymore. Well, I mean, because Tiger is not playing. No, Tiger didn't play that many Ryder Cups. It's who's the captain this year? Yes, for part of it. Exactly. Who knows? That's the point. Foreign von Stress. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, I will watch it. It will be even more exciting when Colin Flaherty takes, when Tiger takes over being the captain. I'm the, I want to no. I want him to do a video that says I'm the captain now. <laughs> like rip the vest off of whoever the captain. Is, like this, have a C on their vest, and he walks great. up to him and he goes, rips it off, and says I'm the captain now. That's but I, I did see where you, one of the one of the live guys was like, it's important for us to. to uh, he would guess he was a. He was of course, a, it is. He better be. I guess he was a European guy. Wallowing he said, back to. He said, it, "No, it was a European guy." He's like, "It's important for us to 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 win this for Europe." That's funny. How about you go take a flying leap? Right. right. T Swift attends a KC game because she's dating Travis Kelsey. Not uh, date, not officially. He was in. She was invited and she accepted. They didn't even hold hands leaving because there were so many. They wanted to. Listen, that, the that, sexual tension between those two was at an all-time high. Have you seen We're what happened? We're just waiting for the album after they break up. Have you seen what's happened to did, his jersey I sales? thought you said, did you see his package? Is no. What she said. I was no. like, that's out already? All right, then. Two things. He, his, There's a mole that his, I can't figure out. His jersey sales have gone up 400% because of all this. And the other thing is that I liked is in the middle of when he caught his touchdown – She's standing right behind his, her, Kelsey's mom, and l- 
just as loud as she can. And and Kelsey's mom's sitting over there going, yay, way to go, Travis. And, and Taylor Swift, you turn around, Taylor Swift's going, let's effing go. And you're like, whoa, okay. Next topic. No, hold on. I think Travis Kelsey is an, is an attractive guy. Well, yeah. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. He, he's definitely got a career after football. He does. Oh, and, yeah. But – doesn't I'm so over it. Listen, I and I'll share it on our I'll I'll share it on our social media. She better watch out for Brittany Mahomes. She's Brit, Brittany Mahomes will uh, Tanya Harding her ass. I'm telling you, <laughs> she will take T Swift out. There's only one first lady in Kansas City. Brittany and won't. Yes, she will. Jackson on the Jackson other might. Yes, <laughs> Jackson's a tool. Yes, he is. Who's the first manager in baseball? To Aaron Boone. Hmm. That's a, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good guess. Aaron yeah. Boone, I'd like I'd, yeah. it's it's him or the dude in um, San Diego. Now the question is, where do the Yankees go? Do they go try to pull a guy like Derek Jeter, or do they try to go get a guy like a like because they're going to do something stupid? Those, yeah, those guys don't want to coach. Instead of going and getting like a Craig Council, you don't think somebody like a Jorge Posada would want to coach? George, maybe, G- maybe, George. maybe him. Maybe not, not Jeter. Or maybe Andy Pettit. David Ross has done pretty well with the Cubs. Andy Jorge. Pettit. Maybe pitchers don't make good coaches. We Pet- need a pitcher, no. not a belly itcher. Right. <laughs> Catchers make good coaches. That's true. Rapinoe plays her last U.S. Or, or Rapino. Rapino, like the rest of the world calls her. Yeah, no. Rapinoe. <laughs> I'll call her what I want to call her because I don't like her. She played her last uh, U.S. game. Snooze fast. Deal? Nobody cares. You may not like her, but you have to respect her. No. Not at all. I don't. Why? You have to respect her career. Not no. at all. Why not? I think, I, think she, I think she made it all about her. Trash. And I think she's trash. Wow. I think. I totally disagree. With I think you. she did more harm than she did good. I, I, she, she headed up them being able to get equal pay. And I think they deserved it, being that they won World Cups and our men's national team did not. They were terrible until recently. They're and, they're terrible. Getting, and they're getting better, but they're not nearly as good still as the women's. You know, so, so although this last I World Cup... Was that intentional? Yes. <laughs> I thought that was coming from the computer. I was like, I was freaking happened. Like, what in the world is going on? We, we we had to reboot the computer, so I thought that was a perfect movie quote for the rebooting rebooting the computer. We didn't know what was going on. I don't. I don't know what that is. From uh, rookie of the year. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, oh, well, we'll just agree to disagree. Yeah, we 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 managed to we we got close to our five minutes. We right? did, but I will say if he, if he had not defended Rapino, we would have. Here's the deal, and you know that I'm as big a soccer fan as you are, Rapino. <laughs> she was one of the voices and should get some credit for that. I will give her credit for that. You don't. You won't give her credit for any of her playing days. No, because I think she was she was too much, of, and I think it was summed up best 
by her play when they got beat by uh, they got beat by Switzerland. Was it Switzerland? Netherlands? Right. In the World Cup, like it just for me, it turned into an all about me for a team that is one of the true definitions of team. The U.S. Women's National Team is a true definition of a team. A lot of times, I mean, you know who their top players are, but. To me, it felt like she was always showy, and it was always about her. Showy. I mean, I don't know. And that's okay if we disagree, because, I mean, it, it's okay if you're wrong, Wes. Well, I I'm mean. I'm not wrong. Just to wrap it up, it's just like, like you said, the showy thing. She laughed at the at the on that last shot and I know you were like oh ha I laughed because I, I shouldn't have missed that shot but I looked at it as like oh that's the way for me to go out anyways moving on we did pretty good we got close on our five minutes that time better than three and twelve that's true Moving on to football. What is three and twelve? I don't know what he's talking. That's what it was last time. You got three things in no, twelve we got, minutes. No, we got two and a half in five minutes, <laughs> and then we stopped the clock. Right. Um. So, Prime got beat this week for the no, first no, time. No, 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 no. Prime no. did not get beat. No. Oh, he didn't. Prime no. got his arse kicked. Oh, I was gonna say. I, I, Apparently got, you weren't watching the same game I was. He got beat. No, he 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 had to. He had he to, got taken to the woodshed. He had to put some ointment on his yeah. and, and sit down on a on a donut. They look like the Colorado everybody expected them to be. <laughs> they did. They did. I mean, but he said, and that's the same thing I said that if you're going to beat him, this is the year to beat right. him because he'll never be this bad again. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I believe that. I 100 percent believe that. So yeah, he'll he'll go out and get him some dudes. Um, this this there season. will be nobody in college football that we have ever seen with the success he's had early on that will utilize and use the transfer portal to their to their favor more than Deion Sanders. Right, and you have to assume he's going to have a top five recruiting class, right? As long as he's at Colorado, I like I I don't ever when you when you factor in the recruits. And the transfer portal, I don't ever see a scenario where he doesn't bring in a top five team every year. Have you seen the the interview where they um, ask him like how close it was between Colorado and South Florida? Have you seen that? I have not. So you know, because that was one of the other options, right? It was Georgia Tech, South Florida, and Colorado, Colorado right? And, and it was never Georgia Tech, right? Um, South Florida and Colorado were the two options. It wasn't necessarily a money thing. South Florida was like. They've got all these plans, all these new things that are coming. He goes, man, their plan is great, and they're going to do great. What What was the the turning point was I knew the big boys in Florida, Florida, Florida State, Miami, are always going to be like we're power five versus him, and that was going to be something I couldn't overcome. And so Colorado gives him that that. I'm a power, power five. Fi- that power five ability. Plus, I mean, we all have played the NCAA football game before, right? Right. What do we all do? We always go and pick the worst team that we can and try to rebuild it. Right. That's what he did. Yeah. Or that's what he's doing. Yeah. Right. I'll be interested to see what he does this week. He's 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 already a big underdog this week. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how they rebound. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised they beat USC, 
because USC and West said this, USC's defense, is, they're not Oregon. It's not. It's not. Um, I don't think USC will mop the floor with them like that. It'll be a different game. It will be. Travis I, Hunter's trying to play. And Dion does not want to hit. Dion's like, no. Um, I think that we will see. I, I'll be interested to if, if they come out and lay another egg, mm, then maybe the hype isn't for real. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I can't. I can't see a Deion Sanders coach team as as much pride as he has getting beat like that twice in a row. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I am seeing some mock drafts that Shadur Sanders is now getting drafted in the top like twelve. He, he's not going nowhere. I don't think so either. I he, think he, he comes back for a senior. He, he's going to come. He's going to come back and help Dad with this rebuild. And he'll and and if he has. If he continues on the pace that he is now, he'll be a top three pick next year. If he gets paid through NIL the same as a rookie quarterback well, would heck, make. Heck, he's already I know making he's, more than Burrow is on his deal. Not his new deal. I don't believe that. His base pay salary of it is right now. It's like he's making like five or six million dollars a year now. That that's that's believable. Yeah. That's believable. Um, there's, there's a few other quarterbacks that fall. And I think that's team. the max that anybody's making is about 5 or $6 million. And, and and that's what I'm saying. If he can make that much, then, yes, he'll come back. But, I mean, being a top 12 pick with the signing bonus and everything like that, uh, it's hard to pass up. I'm just saying, another year, though, in this system, the way it is, he could be a top three pick. It would be, it would be better for him to not come out this year because it's – a quarterback heavy, yeah, top quarterback heavy right. class. Who, who who shared that stat the other day about like all of the money that uh, Colorado's brought in? It's like something like what was it? Like, it was Adam, I think. It was like ninety million dollars or something. like so that. So I am looking up according to On Three, Shador Sanders' NIL deals are valued at five point one million, making him the sixth most valuable player in college football. He's believed to make up to $10 million in NIL deals in the future, which is more than three times the average NFL player's salary. Yeah. So, he ain't going nowhere. He don't have to. Right. So, while we're on the Oregon subject, are Oregon and Ohio State legit? Oregon, yes. Ohio State. I think I think Notre Dame lost that game as opposed to Ohio State winning. Uh, Notre Dame controlled that game pretty much from start to finish, they couldn't score in the red zone. Right. And it was like, well, I'll hold that. It's like one of our next ones that are coming up on the list. Well, they just could not score in the red zone. They they, they couldn't. And, I mean, you have you have um, Sam Hartman started making, making mistakes that he has not made right. in years. Um, I th- All, and several penalties on Notre Dame on that last drive, and then like they, st- the biggest thing for me, and of course you know this goes on the defense coordinator Al, Al Golden, that they stopped bringing pressure on the quarterback that final series or two. Like that's what they'd been doing all game was trying to get to that quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And they stopped doing that. Yeah. And then they went to the prevent defense, which is the worst defense because ever. the only thing it does is it prevents you from stopping anybody. That's yeah. all it does. Yeah. And. Some of these passes they were getting off, and there was nobody around the guys. Like, yeah. I, you hadn't played that way all game long. Why are you going to start now? I know. I know. I agree with you. I, I do think that, that Notre Dame blew that. But, you know, they've got a, they've got another test this week. It'll be on our pick em. Well, here's the deal. I think that 
and we're getting ready to talk about Ryan Day. If Ryan Day loses to Notre Dame and then loses to Michigan later on this year, like, I don't – I'm not sure he makes it through the year anyway. Yeah. But I think if he'd lost both those games, I think his fate would have been sealed. Yeah. And I know Adams – Adams Adam doesn't think – he's like, dude's only lost, you know, four games, six games, whatever, since he's been there. Yeah, but you can't lose to Michigan. Yeah. You can't lose to Notre Dame. Like, those are the games that – nobody, like – Nobody worries about Indiana when you're when you're at Ohio Michigan, State. If they lose to Michigan, that would be their third third in a row. Yeah, right. that's 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 bad news. I mean, you don't worry about Indiana. Indiana occasionally will come up and surprise you. Okay, yeah. you don't worry about Northwestern. Penn State always plays Ohio State top right too. So, but you can't lose to Michigan, who they look at as little brother. If Saban yeah. won two national championships and lost to Auburn three times in a row, they He's would out. have the discussion that he would be out. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're right. Well, speaking of Ryan Day. Just for me and Ryan Day. <laughs> him and Lou Holtz. Uh, I mean, it wasn't so really Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz just Lou Holtz made was a doing a segment, and he said yeah. that Notre Dame was tougher than Ohio State. Yeah. Nowhere in his statement did he say Ohio State wasn't tough. Yeah. And he's 97. Yeah. He should be the golden bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> All right? <laughs> and he talks with a lisp. I think that Notre Dame is – that's more Harry Carey. It is. It was Harry I'm Carey. I'm sorry. That was, and maybe kind of drunk I, Harry Carey. I do have better Harry Carey than I do Lou Holtz. Well, and then and then he said the guy that was dressed as Lou Holtz talking to Lou Holtz, which was weird, and he said, I sure hope my lisp isn't as bad as this guy. <laughs> but, I mean, he's the last Notre Dame head coach that won a national championship at Notre Dame. He's a Notre Dame homer. Of course he's going to talk up Notre Dame. And it, I guess, just – Irritated Ryan Day to no it, end. It chapped him. Yeah. Like, I think he would have tried to fight Lou Holtz. I think his you know, just for men went to his head. He he did that for Ohio State Nation is what he did that for. But no. do you think anybody in Ohio State Nation gives two craps about Lou Holtz? No. And what – like – that would be like caring what the hell Lou, uh, Lee Corso said about you. Well, I mean, the funny thing about it is, is like – I had to go look it up. I was like, "What? What did Lou Holtz do to him?" Because I didn't see that part of College Game Day. Yeah, but it's like that was a little over the top. I mean, and then he was like, "I thought he was going to cry at one point." Who? Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Day. Day. Toughness. This, this guy, this guy over here, they're tough. We, they're tough. It, it. You know what it sounded like to me? It sounded like a guy who's trying to convince people. Yeah. that his team's good. Yeah. Toughness today. That's yeah. all I got to say. Toughness. Well. Tell you what, let o, let o, uh, the Hamburglar Jim Harbaugh come and smack you around again. I bet Lou Holtz would find him in the back alley, kick him in the nuts, and go, yeah, what do you think about that now? With his list. <laughs> with his list. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Michigan hasn't played that well. They haven't, but they really haven't, they haven't played anybody yet either. I mean, I, they beat Rutgers, what, 31 nothing. No, it was a 24-point spread. Oh, that's – that's <laughs> had to bring that up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Touchy-touchy. Asterisks. <laughs> First female non-kicker played football? Great. It's kind of a big deal. I mean – Was that, what, high school? No. <laughs> it was like a – it was a D2 school. Was and it? she was uh, strong safety, I believe. So – I did see she came in to try to sack the quarterback. Didn't work? It, no. Well. He got the pass off before she hit him. Well, you know, but good for her. If yeah. she's good enough to make the team and play a position and start, then good for her. Yeah. 
What comes to your mind when I say 70 points? Uh, collegiate basketball. Yep. That's where you normally see that kind of score. How, however, we saw it in the NFL this weekend. We did. Does that say more about the Miami Dolphins or more about the Denver Broncos? Oh, more about the Denver Broncos. Yeah, like, the, like at that point, they're 11 professional NFL players that are being paid big money to play a game. Yeah. We talked to Michael Caba uh, on the Thursday show, yep. our coach's corner. And, you know, we talked about Friday Night Lights. Like, <coughs> he could have put his 11 players out and they would have played with more heart than the Denver Broncos players did. That's right. Ha- yeah. You know, what? did I show that TikTok to you all? It said, it said, Bronco Nation. Let's ride. And then it said, here's the ride. And it was a video game. A guy on a horse, he goes off a cliff. <laughs> uh, well, did you hear that Owen Wilson is also uh, also the quarterback for the Denver Broncos? Owen 3 Wilson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, I like that one. Listen. Well, you know, in, in, in his defense. He didn't play back. No. He, he only had one interception. He threw for like three sixteen. But I mean, you got wide receivers dropping the ball. Cortland Sutton fumbled the ball twice, you know, and the running backs fumbled the ball. You can't do that. I mean, listen, it was. I was watching it. Tua throwing like behind the back Patrick Mahomes no look passes that are going. Some running back that I didn't even know existed scored fifty six points in fantasy because he had forty nine touchdowns. Devin Rookie, Devon Devon eighteen. Mike White threw two passes and had more yardage than 12 <laughs> starting quarterbacks. Not to mention, in fact, two touchdown throws. And it's like, it was as awkward as a Dutch rudder. I'm, I mean, I have never in my life seen something that was worse than the, the, the junk that the Denver Broncos put out on the field. What do you think Sean Payton's doing? He should have been firing somebody. I would Listen, you know, Lane Kiffin got fired on the tarmac. I would have fired him on the sideline. Don't even come back to the locker room. You're terrible. I'll take care. When it turns to defense, I'll just take care of the defense, too. You He's know, the only coach out there. Here's the thing. I don't think John Elway's getting enough Getting enough. Uh, I agree with that completely. Yep. They've, since he's been – Is he still up there? I think so. And since he's been in charge, they've made a lot of stupid decisions. John Lynch is in – San Francisco. Okay. So, yeah, it, 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 John Elway needs to go away. Go the, go the heck home. Yeah. And but the, and the worst part about it is, is they're tied to that contract with Russ. Here's what I'll tell for you: a while. The, if Miami can keep Tua healthy, there's nothing that makes me believe they won't be in the Super Bowl. Against that the offense 49ers. against the 49ers. That offense is scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, we talked about this earlier. Tua, it, it, man, I tell you what: when you watch him play, he's he's quick, he's accurate, he gets the ball out quick. I mean, he, he, accurate. he reminds me a lot of Tom Brady in those short offense. No, I'm serious. In, in He's the, talking about the way that he, like, how quick he delivers the ball. He, he Like, Tom Brady's offense, I'm going to hit you with a, you know, dink, 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 bam. And that's kind of what two has done. Yeah. But I also think that's Mike McDaniel. Right. Mike McDaniel's cooler than the other side of the pillow. I, yeah. I give I like Mike him. McDaniel uh, more credit than I do Tua. I'm glad Tua did the things in the offseason to – Teach himself to do, you know, if I'm getting in trouble, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. He's going to, he, he they looks like they don't get to him. Yeah, that's he's true throwing too. the ball so fast that they can't get, and I think right. that's on Michael McDaniel or Mike, 
Michael. Anyways, but here's the other thing. You think back. You remember when uh, Tyreek got traded mm-hmm. last year, and he come out and he talked about how accurate Tua was. Said he was the most accurate quarterback he's ever played and, with. And we all laughed at him, right? Oh, because they put out, you know, they, there was videos that and they then put out. He was, was underthrowing like, him. Oh, and, come on, yeah. you know. Yeah. Who's laughing now? Right. Listen, I'm telling you, that offense might be as as potent, as powerful as the greatest show on turf, St. Louis Rams. And you know who's who's just sitting over there smiling ear to ear? Who? Ivan Rawls is just having himself the a doctor of funk. Well, you know, listen. He lived through the Dan Marino age. We'll give him we'll give him a year or two. <laughs> right. Speaking of the greatest show on turf, have y'all seen that movie? American Underdog. No, the Kurt Warner story. Yeah, no. great movie. I'm a, I'm a huge Kurt Warner fan. Great movie. It was played by the guy that played Shazam. Great movie. Wasn't that Shaquille O'Neal? No, he, he was, was a genie. Ka- he was Kazam. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't think Shaquille O'Neal would play a great <laughs> Kurt Warner. I don't know. <laughs> I, I knew that guy looked familiar. I couldn't place him though. No, it, it was a really good movie. I mean, Kurt Warner is. My favorite Kurt Warner story, I probably shared this with you all. He said, from the moment he got signed and made money, he said, I always wanted to – he said, so every every game, his he him and his family would go out to eat, and they would pay for a dinner of somebody in the – Yeah. And it was the Super Bowl, the year uh, the year Arizona made the made the um, Super Bowl. Wasn't he the – he was the quarterback there then. And uh, they played the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. And uh, he said it was night for the Super Bowl. Same thing we do every uh, night before a game. We went out to eat, and he said, "This time I let my son pick out who we were going to pay for." And he was looking around. And he said, "That right over there." And he said, "I don't like to bring notoriety or look at me." He said, "Because that's not what it's about." Uh, he said, "But before I could tell the waiter that, the waiter ran over and told the family." And the guy got up and approached Kurt Warner, and he was like, thank you. He said, you don't know this, but I'm on Pittsburgh's practice squad. And he was like, man, out of all the people in here, you picked out a Pittsburgh Steeler player, and I bought his dinner. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, check that movie out, though. It was really good. All right. Um, So, to answer your question from last week, Neil. What's that? Dallas is, in fact, not for real. I don't think so either, and I think the Diggs injury. Is I think Trayvon be Diggs important. is going to be huge. Yeah, and and the fact that they realize that Dak is going to continue to take Dukes. Dak well, Dukes, and we talked about Notre Dame not being able to score in the red zone. Same thing happened with Dallas. They could not score in the red zone. They were one for five in the in the red zone against the Cardinals, who is being quarterbacked by Joshua Dobbs. Who, by the way, looks like Charlie Villanueva. He does. He very much does. I mean, he's got alopecia. Give him a break. It still doesn't change the fact that he looks like Charlie Villanueva. He's talking about the bald head. It, and it, no eyebrows. Like Charlie Villanueva. Right. Yeah. I'm not talking about his medical condition. <laughs> I'm just saying that Charlie. I didn't know Charlie Villanueva had a doppelganger. Well. He wasn't that good in basketball. He's, a little, he's no, not that he great in not. football. <laughs> Charlie Villanueva. Yeah, that's a blast from the past. Yes, it was. But they don't have a – and I'm telling you, I think at this point they should have tried to restructure Zeke's deal. I, I think maybe they got rid of the wrong running back. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they were they were not they were running some kid I'd never heard of before in the game the other day. Rico Suave. <laughs> didn't, didn't Uncle Rico. <laughs> I can throw this here ball over them there mountains. Didn't uh, oh shoot. <sighs> His first name Rico. It don't matter. Roscoe P. Coltrane. But yeah. I Jesse has him on his team. Oh my gosh. Well Jesse sucks. But anyways. But Dallas I thought Dallas could no. Uh the the Eagles are okay. Yeah. Uh but I told you this morning, after watching the Bucks Eagles yesterday, I don't think Jalen Hurts is in the tier of quarterback that I thought he was in. Yeah. Um, he doesn't throw a really – like you talked about how quick Tua gets the ball out. Patrick Mahomes does that. Joe Burrow does that. Jalen Hurts gets a lot of air under his balls. Well, and, 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 and you know, here we are. He, he changed offensive coordinators again. It makes me giggle. Because his OC went to be the head coach in uh, Indianapolis. One other thing about on the Dallas thing, they are 27th in the league in red zone efficiency. Okay, they got rid of their offensive coordinator, who just so happened to go to San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers, I guess now. But when he was there, they were consistently in the top five in red zone efficiency. But we got rid of him, or he left. He left. Well, I mean, they pushed him out. True. So, because Mike McCarthy and, was like, "We're going to run the ball." And the, Maybe Mike McCarthy finally gets fired this year. And the Chargers look pretty good. <laughs> well, Justin Herbert offensive just, any, offense, anyways. Justin right. Herbert is slanging. There's the another. There's another guy that needs to go to. Yeah, Brandon Staley. Well, yeah, we're getting ready to no, go. We're we're getting ready to talk about this. So so, so save that. Okay. But um, there's 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 some changes that need to be made. Yeah. And speaking of coaching hot seats, Brandon Staley, Jonathan Gannon. Who? Isn't that the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? A hot seat? Yes. I bet he gets fired. Wow. Come on now. No, I mean, I'm telling they, you. they've played well in all three games I'm, with I'm, Joshua Dodds. I'm that's, telling you. That's your worst, it's not, that's your worst not, vision not, or whatever not. you want to call why, it. Why, why, you, why? Because I think they're going to get rid of Kyler Murray, and I think they're going to start over fresh, and I don't think he's their, I don't think he's their coach. I completely disagree. I don't care what you completely do. You can completely jump on my finger and spin, as far as I'm concerned. That's, that's so. Um, what what about the what about the guy? Uh, I can't remember his name now. It just Mike Vrabel's also going to get fired. Mm, I would agree with that. Man, they needed to move on from Tannehill. Um, they need to move on from. But Derek they don't Henry. have anybody. I know you're right. Because Malik Willis and Will Levis aren't the answer. Uh, who, who's the kid? And or the, the kid, the guy in Minnesota, McDonald. Uh, is it McDonald? What, what's no. his name? Um, uh, Kevin uh, O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah. he's gone. I mean, he he had a great season last year, but they were zero and three to start out. Yeah, and they don't want to re-sign Kirk, so I could see him. No, the the Jets are exploring <laughs> yes. potentially going after Kirk Cousins. This, this would be really? yes. that's that's what need that's what actually would probably save Kevin O'Connell's job is if they will trade. Um, Kirk if the Jets will trade for Kirk Cousins. So do you see Zach Wilson go? No, there? I think I think they can do Zach it for Wilson. Well, who's going who's gonna to play quarterback for Minnesota? There was a lot of bad, bad thoughts that entered my head right there. Zach um, Wilson just needs to go home. I, I think Zach Wilson's on the wrong team. He's got talent. Yeah, but everybody kept saying that about Josh Rosen, too. Well, right. 
He needs at least an opportunity. Somewhere. Oh, and, and and I think he'll get that opportunity because I desperately need him to play good quarterback on my dynasty. <laughs> my gosh, um, I tell you, I'm not convinced that Kevin Stefanski's not going to be out. Yeah, in Cleveland. Yeah, that that is the most Cleveland move ever ever to trade their future away, guarantee two hundred thirty million dollars to a dude that didn't play f- football for two years, and he sucks. He kind of he played his best game. He did after he made that atrocious. <laughs> where I'm getting sacked here. Let me try to throw it to Elijah Moore, who's back here and doesn't know the ball's coming. Yeah, he didn't even. I mean, he threw it twenty yards past him, but Elijah Moore didn't even know it was coming. Like Elijah he said there and he's like, "I've got the ball," <laughs> and he went and jumped on it. But listen, I told you he just needed to fall back in happy baby, get a. Little little tank tickle, and I think he'd been fine. But the Houston Texans knew exactly what they were doing, getting rid of Deshaun Watson. Tank nothing wrong with that. Now, th- listen, he just likes there to be a bat in the cave. That's all it is. Okay. Look, I'm telling. What is wrong with that? I, I was driving down the road yesterday, <laughs> or no? What was, oh, it was Saturday, and um, oh gosh, I cannot remember that. Um, He's a college football guy on the radio. Starts with the letter M. I can't on he does the Saturday stuff. I can't stand him. Hmm, but interesting. He, he was talking. He was talking about one of the quarterbacks, and he referred to him as Happy Baby. And I about drove off the side of the road. <laughs> That's a reference back to our PG thirteen show. If you have kept, not listened to it, it's gold. They kept playing this baby sound. He goes, he's not like a regular Happy Baby. He's like a big Happy Baby. I was dying. And when I say gold, Mike Mayock. Yeah, that's who it was. I don't. Uh, when I, when I say golden, I'm not talking R. Kelly golden, like golden showers. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a fantastic show. It was a good one. <clears throat> but so, what, I think Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. Yeah. W- what about uh, Robert Salah? Does he get a buy because yes, uh, their defense got- still plays pretty well. Yeah, but and uh, and if they had a different quarterback, I think it'd be a different scenario. Well, I think they're going to get a different quarterback. I will say, I will the <laughs> well here, that whole scenario if, if is falling apart because did you see the Michael Carter and the offensive coordinator? Uh, yeah. You know, oh man, he let well, him Hackett pass sucks. It. Nathaniel Hackett, Hackett might terrible. be the worst person in the NFL. That might have been the worst. That that might get Sala fired simply hiring. So, Hackett. well, getting get, keeping his job because he'll just go. You gone. Also, but if they trade for Kirk, and they still suck, Sala will be gone. Oh, do, they won't. Do you think if if Vrabel gets fired, like we think, Belichick brings him on staff, right? I could see Vrabel getting another job pretty quickly. Um, I also think Josh McDaniel could be on the hot seat. Yep. I just don't think he's that good of a head coach. I and I don't think he gets another opportunity. Well, and and, right. Co- and Colin was talking today on the, on the herd. Why does every Why does everybody keep trying to recreate the Patriots? Yep. Yeah. Like. True. It wasn't the Patriots' way. It was Tom Brady. Did we not just sit here last week and say that 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 is gone? It's gone. Yeah. You, 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 well, you, I think there's a new modern well, system. He's now. not. He's not on the hot seat. But Belichick needs to go. Look, go. You look at Miami. You look at San Francisco. You look at Kansas City. They have their own identities. 
You know, Philadelphia has an identity. I will be interested to see what happens to Kansas City whenever Andy Reid leaves. Uh, here's another name. If if they don't make the playoffs this year, does does Pittsburgh say? That's not really the Pittsburgh Mike way, Tomlin. though. Oh, you're right about that. Like I like the Mike dude's Tomlin. been there like 17 they years. They need to get rid of um, the OC. Oh, um, is it Haley? No. no. I can't think of it. Well, I'll tell you another guy that needs to go is Todd Bowles. Mm. Todd Bowles needs to go. Uh, because Todd Bowles is stuck in, in an era that's that's gone, long you, gone. You're getting ready to see a rebuild in, in Tampa. You you are, and and, and, and it's going to be ugly. Like it, yeah. They're going to be bad. Matt Canada. Yes. Yeah. They're going to be bad. Tampa's going to be real bad. In, in, in Canada, it's the – it's that loyal Pittsburgh way, but he needs to go. He's he's the problem. They've got a lot of talent on offense. Kenny Pickett's a good quarterback. Farmworth is a great. Um, I'm the problem. It's me. Uh, Farmworth's a great tight end. You got Pickens. You got Najee Harris that can't run the ball. You know, it's like it's almost like he forgot how to run the ball. Yeah, well, but Todd Bowles is. We hired Dave Canales. Dave Canales is. Maybe you should have never been an offensive coordinator. I uh, mean, everything we're saying could could next going into the next NFL season. Could there be more coaches high head coaches hired this coming into this next NFL season than ever before? Yes, uh, and I, and I, I think the reason why we talked about it earlier. Look at all these quarterbacks that are coming in that were that are believed to be franchise type quarterbacks. Yeah, a lot of those are going to start over with new head coaches. Well, and I think we didn't even mention the Averflus uh, for the Bears. That dude's uh, got to go. Well, I, I just assumed he was already fired. I mean, their defense is so bad, they were investi- investigated by the FBI this week. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. Mental health. Um, but then the Bears are a whole other story. Oh, my God. You've got Justin Fields who basically says, I'm just going to start doing – I don't care what they do. I'm going to start doing what I do best. you got DJ Moore who gets caught on a hot, hot, hot mic from Devin White, and Devin White's talking to him. He's like, man, like that. what's – What's wrong, man? They they ain't using you right. And uh, DJ Moore says, "Tell me about it, or tell me something I don't know, or you're right." Like he, so they got problems. They got they got culture problems. You yeah. know who Chicago needs? They need a Dan Campbell type guy that's going to come in and change the entire culture. Yeah, but the worst part about it is, is they got to change it up above too. Now I know Ryan Poles has just been there for a year or so. Is that Tad's boy? I don't think so. Okay. Um, Tadpoles. But, I mean, I legit packed away my bear stuff last year. We know. And never got it back out. Uh, we know. I And I am currently monitoring the Miami-San Francisco wavelengths to see which way I'm going to go. No. That was made up. We we It landed on Miami. We need we need more than just that. Though. It, no. Yeah, we're, we're, it landed on Miami. We're going to do something. I will say, and I've said, and I've said this before: if if the 49ers stay healthy and Kyle Shanahan can't get over the hump, I don't think he's on the hot seat yet. But I think, I think, I think it's drawing near because he may not be the guy. He might have the best team in the NFL, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, if he can't get over the hump, if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt last year, does he get to the Super Bowl? No. 
You don't think they would have bit the Eagles if he hadn't got hurt? No. I think you're wrong. The, the, it would have been a good game, a really good game. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure they get – the Eagles, man. And then I see – they let them get – Whoever the hell let Jalen Carter fall to number nine to the Philadelphia Eagles? Bears. Like, what are we doing, guys? We, we sit on this show. And then they turn around and allowed Nolan Smith to fall even later. I'm like, what? what do you all just hate winning? <laughs> I watched the front seven for Philadelphia. <laughs> My God. <coughs> it's, it's, it's almost unfair. And I, I'm glad we talked about Philadelphia. That push sneak thing that they do, they're going to outlaw that, I think. I think the NFL is going to make it illegal. Well, who else? Somebody else used it this week. Uh, this week, and I mean, uh, the guy. I the wish guy they would push hand the ball off to DeAndre uh, to Swift. The guy pushes him and comes completely off the ground, pushing him. Well, so the the five offensive linemen go low. Yeah. To push the defensive line back. And then the tight end and a running back or two are and, – and Jalen Hurts jumps, and they kind of jump with him and push. I mean, you got Jalen Hurts, who's like 6'3", 250. Uh, who wants to try to tackle that? Anyway. David Jones – Jones used that on Thursday Night Football. Um, uh, and probably wasn't successful. No, no, it, it got through. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, they're lining up like they're in victory formation, and then they just go, nope. So, Troy Aikman talked about that last night, that um, – that it, I guess the NFL looked into it this year and almost ruled it illegal this year. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't surprise me for it to be illegal next year. Well, I mean, why not take take away something fun out of football? I mean, I guarantee you this: the holding call kills more great football games than any penalty out there. Because there's a holding call. There should be a holding call on every play. I know. Just. Swallow the the whistle. Here's my problem with it: is it's so inconsistent. If it was the same holding call every time, everybody'd be okay with it. But it's not. If it's obvious, then call it. Well, here's the thing: but, I mean, you know, if somebody gets around him and they're going, you got then it's a hold. If you got a DB and a wide receiver that are running and they both have a hold of each other's jersey, play on. That's a soccer term. You don't yeah. need to listen. Play on. Oh, you I, keep going. Yep. Yeah. In the Nebraska game Saturday. Their quarterback did a quarterback sneak, comes to the right side, hits the hole, drives, he, he rushed for 72 yards for a touchdown. They called it back for a hold on the left side of the field. They were freaking 40 yards away from the play. It had zero effect on the play. And they call that, and, they call, and, and it calls that back. It, it's, I don't know, I hate the holding penalty, because you're right. It's on every play. So, anyways. Neil, one of the other things you added to the list was disappearing superstar quarterbacks. I mean, Joe Burrow had a decent game. Like, you think about all your superstar quarterbacks coming into the year. They've struggled to start the year. Uh, that's the that's the Bengals' fault. And I've told numerous people, last year they should have put Joe Burrow on the IR because his appendectomy did not go – it went fine, but he was not right. After four games – he picked it up. They went hot fire and made it to the AFC Championship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this year, same difference. Calf strain before in the last preseason game. Put him on the IR. Let him rest for the four games. Come back, and he's and he'll be healthy, Joe Burrow. But he's throwing. He he has 
No push off of his feet or anything like he that. He said as he's, long as he can stay in the pocket, he's, he's, he's okay. He's standing straight up going like that. I mean, you can't. No. it it They should have put him on an IR. At this point, it's too late. It They better be glad they won. Well, I was concerned playing against Aaron Donald and the Rams, they may have got him hurt because he's not very mobile right now. Uh, but – I mean, you just look at our quarterbacks that that you should that we should be able to count on being, and and they're not there. Yeah, no. I, <clears throat> and what the heck is wrong with the Jacksonville Jaguars? <laughs> what is wrong with the Jaguars? What? And I actually think that's more of what's wrong with Trevor Lawrence. Is so, it a Trevor Lawrence versus Doug Peterson? Here's thing? the thing: we didn't mention his name. If things don't get turned around, it may not be this year. But Doug Peterson's going to be on the hot seat. Yeah. They did this same thing last year, though. They didn't get hot until the second half of the season last year. But he has, he has, and has had all off season. They've all been healthy. He, they should be in tune with one another. The, the worst part and the about the first it, game looked really good between him and Calvin Ridley, and then the next game, Christian Kirk stepped up and whatnot. And then it all just they went lost to, to Houston, right? And yeah. Houston like handily beat them, and they barely beat. Indianapolis in that first game. And there's another team that got a Dan Campbell type guy. DeMarco Ryans yeah. and uh Yeah, I think they I think they got that right. Which we kind of knew that anyway. You know, you talk about the Bears. I don't know if he has any rest, any interest in coaching, but they almost need you think about it, I bet Brian Erlacher would be that Dan Campbell type guy. True. <laughs> I think he's too busy being political on his podcast with Jay Cutler. Well, Jay uh, Cutler's a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, uh, Neil! You had a continuation of your rant from. Last I did, week? man. We talked. Was it last week? No, it was yeah. two weeks ago. No, it was last week. If you're talking about the, uh, um, no, this is the rant from two weeks ago. Oh, okay, about woke media. Oh, okay, so I talked two weeks ago. Here. You weren't, and that's why it was so good. Um, <laughs> we we talked two weeks ago about how you know Coco Golf won the U.S. Open. And she is in the universal posture of praying. Yes. She's on her knees with her hand folded, head down. That says, I'm praying. Yep. And ESPN said, look at her soaking in the moment. And then Holly Rose saying, well, they're going to have a come to you know who meeting. Jeez. So this week, for those of you who don't, and this is from a post. For those of you that don't watch UFC, something incredible happened last night. Bryce Mitchell, who's from Arkansas, while being introduced, brought a Bible to the ring. Octagon, sorry. And was yelling the word freedom. The commentator said that was the first time that a Bible had been brought into the octagon. I don't know if this is true or not. Now, that's not necessarily the purpose of this story. After he won, he invited Dan Inge, his opponent, to pray over the nation. So they just came together and prayed. He said he was donating $5,000 to Hawaii, brought the Bible back in the octagon, and rebuked Satan publicly over national TV. The UFC would not allow him to pray over the mic, but Dan and him dropped down to their knees in the middle of the octagon to pray. I'm so thankful there are people still out there who aren't afraid to speak in the name of Jesus, is what the post said. But we let anybody get on the microphone and say anything. Yeah. Anything. And it's okay. And we're supposed to sit. I can listen to a, a dude put on a bikini and beat women in swimming. And I'm supposed to be okay with that. But if but they won't let somebody 
pray. How many, I mean, you know, you said it then two, two weeks ago. Tim Tebow was persecuted, made fun of, ridiculed for his, for his stance. But if it wasn't for Tim Tebow, there wouldn't be Brock Purdy's. There wouldn't be this UFC fighter. There wouldn't be Coco Goff's. But, it was his pain to carry. But I mean, but it's still like, why uh, why is there such hesitation? Again, we're catering to a small minority of people. Yeah. Let's be who really listens to the after fight interview anyway. Right. You know, and this is not the first time that Dana White's uh, has come out against. No, uh, we talked about it. We talked yeah. about it in the last year. Yeah, on this show. Yeah, yeah, because if John, because John Jones shut him down. I thought you were going to say John Chana. John Chana. <laughs> no, John Jones shut him down. Like, like I dare you. Right, and John Jones would have killed him. It, it, but, but not only that. It's like you want to lose me. You want to lose your biggest price tag. Right. Then you try me. I'm because just, I'm going to I'm going to say this. People are going to listen and. And you're going to have to deal with it. I'm just so, and, and it, I don't, and, and it's not going to get any better till we all turn them off and stop listening. I'm so sick and tired of woke media using the minority to try to control the majority. I, I told you, I listened to this rant, uh, and I told you on the phone, I don't like the word woke. Right. I think it's the stupidest, it's, and it's, it's overused. It is this. It is overused. Uh, it, it's the stupidest word that's been brought up with no meaning. There's you ask somebody that you ask somebody what woke means, they ninety percent of the time cannot give you a definition. Uh, Kelly um, Kraft just ran for to Governor. try to try to be the primary, you know, the the Republican, and and she used it and used it and used it, and they asked her what's woke mean, she couldn't answer. Uh, she would just give examples. You actually used it in a sense that made more sense than I've heard anybody use it. Because they won't... What they're doing is they're just not allowing the meaning of what is going on to be known. Right. They're too woke or too... Not naive, but they're just, they just won't do it. That's more of the definition of woke, I guess, than I, that's the meaning to me is that they're not allowing what needs to be said. They're not allowing what's going on. They're not allowing the definition of what's going on. I mean, Herman, um, Boone. No. (laughs) Monster. No, the ESPN, he doesn't work at ESPN. Edwards. My, uh, Herman Edwards. By the way, he's back at ESPN. Well, yeah, because he, he sucks. Finally? Yeah. Well, but, I mean, is he going to stay there very long? Because he was the one that said, uh, no, I think that is the, oh, I'm sorry. Was it Herman Edwards? Or was it, was it Herman Edwards? Tony or, Dungy. Or was it Tony Dungy? Okay. That talked about Coco Golf. That just yeah. said, no, that's the, yeah. that's what praying is. Yeah. Y'all need to look into it and don't be afraid to say it. Right. Right. It's a sad, sad state of affairs. Well, let's talk about something that's good. How about that? How about 
Let's talk about them tutus dog of the week. And we got a pair of brothers, I believe, right now. We do. We do. Let me uh I had it saved here. Let me find it and we will read it off. It happened during a cross country meet in Rowan County. Um let's see. I'll find it. it I wonder how many people say Rowan? Nobody. Only idiots. A little bit of context. Um, one of our listeners' sons also is running cross country. This is his first year of doing it. Right. It is. For, he's in fourth grade, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, to give you a little backstory, uh, he, at Rowan County, he ran his longest race, and it was it was it was a really tough race. I mean, I enjoy Rowan County's course as a spectator and as my son running because it is it is a tough course there's some flat spots there's some hills it's it's just a tough course it's it's a it's it's a good course to try to see where you are um and he was in the top 15 right outside the top 15 he had made a he had made a dash like give kicked it into high gear trying to pass people he he wanted to medal and about halfway through he literally just fell down exhausted um, and, and, you know, obviously his, his parents were really worried about him. I talked to his dad and his dad was like, you know, do I run out there to him? What do I do? And before he could do that, there were two racers who were ahead of him, or maybe they passed him. They stopped, turned around and came back, helped him up, encouraged him. Come on, man, you can do this. Let's go. And he finished the race. Yep. They gave up their spots. I think they gained some of those spots back. But they gave up for sure medals. They may have still medaled. To turn around and help somebody else. Um, which I think speaks volumes of how they're being raised. Um, and actually, uh, they were able to track them down and um, talk to the mom afterwards. So they were the Chisley brothers. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, if not, I apologize. But they're they're from Mason County. And listen, when you are able at that, I mean, we're talking about fourth graders. I mean, so elementary school kids. If you have that kind of care and compassion mm-hmm. for somebody, at, I mean, because we talk all the time, kids are just naturally mean. Yeah. Right? They're just be, mean. Yes. You don't have to teach a kid to be mean. Right, but you do have to teach them to be caring, compassionate, loving individuals. And the fact that they would just stop, and they weren't on his team; they were competitors. Well, and 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 Adam said that Mason County and Fleming County don't like each other. Right? I mean, they're they're kind of rival, and 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 just that, and and that, and I told you all that's one of the things I like about cross country is it's one of the most supportive sports that I've ever been involved with. Yeah. So uh, I saw that, and I sent it to you guys, and and, and I wanted. I, I think when you do that, like that makes you a dog. Yeah, you got that dog um, in you. Adam, Adam seeked out their mom yes, afterwards and, and talked to him. And the kids told Adam, "They go, we, we want to see everybody do well. We just wanted to see him finish the race, you know." And I, I just thought that was cool. But I, I agree with you. Great candidates for the tutus dog, dog of the week. Of the week. Great, great, great. Yeah, congratulations, guys. So where are we at on our Little Debbie's Snuckabalooza World War Three? Well, I am just making the post. We had our first fatality today. <laughs> Flawless victory. 
No, uh, actually, I would have been better with a finish him. <laughs> Fancy cakes, finished. Birthday cakes. Birthday cakes, na 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 na. Na 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. So, birthday cakes is the first team snack cake officially out of the Little Debbie Snackapalooza. You know, and it's really funny because we get these arguments back and forth every day, which is fantastic to watch. And it's like, is there a neither button? Or yeah. they're basically the same thing. And I, I'm sure, was that you that commented on Cassie's comment? I, <laughs> because I was like, it had to be your... your She's like, they're, they're, they're the same. And I was like, no, clearly you don't have a refined palate. I was like, because one of them tastes more fancy than the other one. <laughs> like, one's a birthday cake and one's a wedding cake is basically what it is. But then uh, you someone got to eat fancy cakes with your pinky up. And then what? Someone else said something about that. Just change the shapes and it's the Christmas tree cakes. And I was like, "Good gosh, be, that's be, true." People are all that's over. True. There. I don't want to hear it. Uh, hush, Jonathan Reed. Wes. Hey, Wes. B- before this is said and done, me and you are going to be blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> And we're going to do a taste test. I'm fine by that. Fifty Shades of Little Debbie. <laughs> or Big Deborah. <laughs> well, by the time we're done, we're all going to be Big Deborahs. Okay? <laughs> and, 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 and or Big Deborah. We'll line up six or seven different Somebody cakes. Somebody say cake. <laughs> it's like the Jim Gaffigan. Somebody say cake. Like oh, I hate that guy. Well, they're going to have cake. Well, I mean, he's a pretty good guy. I'm going to have cake. Can't turn down cake. <laughs> so... I'm excited. I mean, we're averaging close to 80 interactions at least a matchup. It's awesome. Well, and we were off to a hot start on Saturday, and I thought, man, we're going to break 100. And it just, like, Petered out. Yeah. So, but that's that's four times what we got on the superhero. So, what's what's, – Our followers uh, are way up. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say what's tomorrow's matchup, but it doesn't really matter. This well, on so, Saturday. so I will tell you, it does drop Saturday, but uh, I, I will give you an update because we're going now to the redemption side. Redemption. So Tuesday's matchup was birthday cake, fancy cakes. We just talked about that. Wednesday's matchup, we got the Jason Curtis Bowl. Oh, as the, we have peanut butter cream pie uh, versus peanut butter crunch bar. Peanut butter be moving on. Come on, crunch bar. And then um, Thursday we have strawberry shortcake oh. donut stick. That that's that's going to be a donut stick win, I think. Friday, no way. We have frosted fudge cake honey bun. Honey bun hung in there with fudge rounds. Okay, honey bun's the dark horse in this Came second back. In, like like started a yeah. second half rally. Honey and, bun is a dark horse. For and the then loser. Saturday, how is this for an action packed slamma jamma snackapalooza? Oatmeal cream pie and Star Crunch. No, that's so. That's the start that's of the, the second start round of the second round of the winners bracket. I, I, I've got. Of course, you know yeah. how I feel about my Star Crunch. It won't be close. I, I think it's going to be closer than you think. I think Star Crunches are good, man. Star Crunch, I think, will get some more votes than Birthday Cake did against Oatmeal Cream Pie, but Oatmeal so, Cream Pie is so now one of the OGs. Well, so one of these will wind up going to the loser bracket then, right? And right. The, yes, because and then actually, and they flip them. So, so the loser of oatmeal cream pie star crunch 
will go down and face the winner of Frosted Fudge Cake Honey Bun. Have you put that on social media? Uh, it was social media. So tough. It was in the winner's post or the, the announcement post yesterday. I'm going to make a post with them t- tomorrow. Good. Yeah. Because the Sussels. But, but yeah, so, I mean, it, it is, I mean, it's... It's keep voting, everybody. It, it's been keep voting. it's been fun. You know, invite people to the page. Um, it, it's it's fun. You know, to to do that, and you know, people get man. I tell you what, people get tore up. Listen, about it. people are very opinionated about their snack cakes. Um, I mean, just today, some of the um, some of the <laughs> comments we got, and this was on the uh, fancy cake versus birthday cake. Uh, I mean, they're basically the same thing. These are the same thing. Shape it like a tree and you get a Christmas tree cake. These are both equally bad. How do I vote for neither? Oh, man, this is harder than picking my kids' names. <laughs> so a wide range there, but it, it we get we get great interaction each yeah. and every day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, while you've got that pulled up there, you want to you wanna give the updated rankings on our pick them? Let's do. get to the good part. Skip to the good part. No, skip to the good part. All right, so we'll start from the bottom up. Coming in in fourth place with a strong outing, Sean Kuyper. We have high hopes that Sean can break the 20s this week. (laughs) Don't think it's going to happen, but he might. Adam, falling a little bit behind. He's got 25 points. I have lost the top spot, but I feel like I gained a little ground, and then I forgot that he hit his atomic day. It was a bad day. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you take that extra five. If you didn't hit the atomic dog, and you're setting, you're setting at 33 points, I'm setting at 32. You did. Congratulations. I'm at 32 points. Wes is in the lead because the bread man delivers <laughs> at 38 points. And, and at one point in that game, it looked like Colorado State was going to get beat. Yeah. And then all I of agree. a sudden, they just woke up. Yeah. So... so it's still close with everybody but Sean. Yeah. Hey, all I need is three or four atomic dogs in a row and you all to miss. All you, need, back in it. all you need to do is stop playing any kind of fantasy sports Listen, or pick em sports. He got anything. told that one time. <laughs> Dave LaGreca told him that That's one right. time. But, Sean, you're really, really bad. You're really bad and you suck. I, I am. <laughs> I, I told you last week I basically eliminated myself. So, I got <clears> – <throat> I got like stories with Adam's picks this week. He wrote like we all like, got we could post it as oh, a. Did he send it? Why did he send it to me and then send them to you? I don't know. I guess he wanted us all to know. Oh, well, okay. Anyways, mm. so, anyways. Anywho, so uh, are, are we, do I get to pick first? Since, uh, since sure, last? why not? <laughs> all right, first game up. Well, this is a personal one. We have the University of Florida Jaders. <laughs> Go Jaders. Go Jaders. At the University of Wildcats. Kentucky Wildcats. I'm glad you turned Russian all of a sudden. <laughs> For the Jaders. Well, I've always had this rule that if. Never bet against the Jaders when they're playing Florida the, was the undefeated. Kitty Cats. Then I would always root for them. And if Kentucky, if they had a loss, then I would root for Kentucky. However, I have found new resurgence in Billy Napier, Napper. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the Jaders because I think they come into Kentucky 
and pull a shocker. All right, Adam, UK has owned this series recent years, even the games they haven't won, they should have won. I told you all in preseason, UK has themselves a quarterback. He hasn't shown up yet. Gators went to Utah, took a week one L, and everybody wrote them off. But old Billy Knapper, who Sean has always believed in, yes. has turned the tide a bit, but give me UK by three at home. Well, he's That's a kiss of death for you Wildcats fans. I am actually a um, – I'm just not believing in the offense yet for Kentucky. Uh, they showed a little bit against Vandy, but it was also Vandy. Um, I'm going with Florida. They went to sleep for an entire quarter against Vandy. Yeah. They come out 21 nothing, and then all of a sudden they couldn't move the ball. Okay. Uh, give me Florida. There's one thing that Mark Stoops has always said, and he says – Kentucky I, fans get drunk. <laughs> he did go out. He said, "I have." He said, "I have faith in my guys in, in Kentucky fans to come out and pound some beers because <laughs> it is at noon. It's a noon kickoff. I think that helps UK because it is a noon kickoff." Uh, he's always said, "What do I coach?" He coaches the secondary. And they've got another pretty good secondary. I was going like. to say football. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I think there's one guy that's going to make a difference in this game, and we have not heard his name all year long. Six finger? Is old six finger J.J. Weaver. I think that UK wins the game by four, but I think UK pulls off the win. Okay. So we're split. We got Kansas at Texas. This won't even. We don't close. have that. No, we do have that. But we it, do have like it, 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 you don't think it's going to be close? No. no. Wow. I think Texas wins. I think Texas stomps a mud hole in them and walks it dry. Have you seen Kansas play? Yeah. Have you seen Texas play? Yeah, they were very lackluster against a Wyoming team. Okay. At home. Okay. Well, that all being said, I'm picking Texas. <laughs> But I do think it will be closer. Than I don't think I don't. I, if it was, what's the do? We, do we know what the spread is? I don't. I can look it up real quick because I'm looking. I'll at, read at arms. It is sixteen and a half. If I was betting, I would. I'd take the points. I'd take Kansas. Texas and give the points. I'd take Kansas and in, in, in the points. But you know, I'm not good at this, so don't listen to me, Adam. Last year and every other year, I would take Kansas because Texas is going to Texas. Not this year. Not so fast, my friend. Sark and Ewers have their eyes set on the playoffs. Texas wins by two scores. So we're Texas across the board there. You're welcome, Kansas Jayhawks fans. All right. LSU Ole Miss. We got them Bayou Bengals. I think this is a closer game. But I think that um, LSU is starting to slowly figure things out. I think their quarterback is getting better. Um, number eight, the wide receiver, is his name is slipping my mind again. He's really good. I think he's – Neighbors? I, th- I think it's starting to uh, blend. And is it Neighbors? Nabbers? I don't, maybe. He's got 523 yards from receiver. probably him. I go with the Go Tigers. Go 
Adam says, The Grove will be ready for this one. LSU struggled with Arkansas last week after beating the brakes off of Mississippi State the week before. Where is the consistency? I'm going with Lane Kiffin in this one, Ole Miss by six. Who you got, Sean? Well, I picked Ole Miss last week to beat Alabama, and they looked horrible. They did. So, I think I trust the offense of LSU a little bit more. I'm going to go with the Tigers as well. I'm rolling with Lane. I'm taking the, I'm taking the Rebels. Split on that one. <laughs> Next up, Notre Dame at Duke. I, one, I'll never pick Duke in anything. Two, I think Sam Hartman. Is that his name? Yes. When I, I thought it was, and then I said it, and it didn't sound right. Sound like a guy you'd see on the news. <laughs> Sam Hartman reporting. Um, I th- like I said, Ohio State didn't win the game. Notre Dame lost the game. I think they come out and they 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 put a whooping on uh, the Blue Devils. Give me Notre Dame. Okay. I also will go with Notre Dame because I agree with you on that. Adam Irish very well could be undefeated. Duke is doing what Duke football does typically, flies under the radar. Mike Elko will have his pick after the season of any job he wants to take. I'll take the Irish by two scores in this one. So, nice build up for the Duke pick that he backdoored the uh, Notre Dame pick. And you're uh, not picking Duke, right? No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like you picking Louisville. We'll just move on. I mean, we don't have Tennessee on here, which is your favorite team. It is his favorite. That's, he saved it for the dog pick. All right. Clemson, Syracuse. Season isn't going well for Dabo after the season. He'll have to look in the mirror and make a decision about the transfer portal. Cuse, meanwhile, is having a great season, and they seem to always get Clemson when their game is at Syracuse. For that reason, I'm going with Clemson by three. That was Adam. All right. What you got, Wes? Um, I'm going with the Q's. I, I like Sean Tucker from last year. I think that they are, because of that, are being able to build up a pretty good team. And I think they've got a coach that knows what he's doing there. Um, I'm going with the Q's. I also am going with the Q's, and I'm going for the Q's for the reasons that Adam said, minus taking Clemson at the end. Um, I think there is some reflection that has to be done on Clemson's part. Clemson is not very good. Dabo has to has to ease on his stance on the transfer portal. Has to ease on his stance on NIL uh, if he wants to continue to be to to be relevant. Dabo's got to be broke down. The problem is build back. We're up. not doing that midseason. Syracuse is playing good ball right now. Yep, I'll take Syracuse. I watched every minute of that Florida State Clemson game the other day, and for three and a half quarters. I thought Clemson was going to win that ball game. And then all of a sudden, Jordan Travis became Superman, and they came back and and won. I think this will be a redemption game for Dabo and the boys at Clemson. I, I can't pick against Clemson, but I, I, I can see Syracuse winning this game. Yep. But I, I'm going to go with the Tigers. We're more split this week than I, don't, than I think we ever have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only one that, or two of them that we went down the middle on. Or that we we were all the same picks as when I was trying. That was to Notre Dame and Texas. Yeah, they were split on. We went down the middle, dove right in there. I, I, I meant jammed it in there, man. Go right up the middle. 
<laughs> if it's raining, it just makes it easier. <laughs> All right. So what app are we using for our... Uh, ESPN. That's where he sent it from. ESPN. Okay. I mean, I'm not familiar with my ESPN app much. Hang on just a second. Here. Can I go first? Yes. No. Because I'm in last place. <laughs> okay. But you're not that's, ready. That's fine. Well, what's the spread on the Utah game? Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. How you larger states? North, South, East, West. What'd you say? Utah. Oh, uh, <coughs> Utah, Oregon State. Oregon State's favored. Oregon State, uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Oregon State is favored over Utah? Yes. It's at Oregon State. And that's why the Utah will be my atomic dog pick. Well, the I Utah. didn't even notice that. The, the Utah. Utah. <laughs> the Utah. That's a pretty good bank game to pick, I must say. That's why I was trying to push you all off of not picking it on Saturday. <laughs> I didn't have that. I totally looked over that. All right, go ahead, Wes. Um, I'm taking a Friday game. I'm taking. That's what I took. Was the Friday game? Oh, was it a Friday game? Utah. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking BYU Atomic Dog over Cincinnati. <laughs> I've got <laughs> jacked around twice in back-to-back shows. I don't. Th- I don't think you should be allowed to Atomic Dog get, two weeks in a row. <laughs> you got Darren. New rule in place. You can't Atomic Dog two weeks in a row. Son no. of a gun. I mean, they're a home dog. You can't. You can't give BYU. I mean, it would either have to be even or odd or a one point, you know. But BYU is a home dog. Yeah, I'm taking them atomic dog. Okay. Well, I'll read Adam since uh, since Neil's just got uh, taken away. This is an interesting one. Last year, when Hugh Freeze was reportedly going to Auburn, it was kind of obvious that Liberty kind of quit playing. The same thing is happening this season, and not enough people are talking about it. P.J. Fleck is rumored to be one of the top choices for Michigan State job, which I have no idea why. And Minnesota blew a 21-point lead last week to Northwestern, who quite possibly is the worst team in college football. That's why this week's dog pick is the Raging Cajuns from Louisiana to cover Minnesota. <laughs> 11 points. <coughs> I mean, you knew what he had. You, you I didn't read it. No, oh. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't read any of them. I'm sitting here looking at the Louisiana-Minnesota game like, huh, that's 11 points. I might <laughs> take that. But now we're just going to have to fill more time as I continue to look. Because every single one of them that I look at. Is, he still, is it still 11 points? Yes. Okay. I hate every one of you all. And if you I'm, fell off, I mean, clear, in all honesty, that's why I suggested going in reverse order. West should have had the last pick. He should have. You're right. But somehow it 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 went awry. I mean, I will say. I mean, we've already got them written down for this week. But I will say we've made a new rule for the points, um, going off the ESPN app as we record. So we made that new rule in the middle of the season. I'm fine by making that rule. Starting next week. Great. I get his first pick again next week. 
<laughs> There's no way I'm in first place after one week. Well, if you hit your if you fifteen hit, points is the most I can get. Okay, but Adam could get, and you could pass Adam. That's that, that's still not first place, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's at West Math. Well, speaking of math, and I know we talked about it. Did you see MJF use the Steiner math in a yes. promo? That was fan, and it was flawless. Flawless. Okay. Nobody picked it, so I'm going to. Okay. It's not a, not an atomic dog because every dang atomic dog pick that I had got taken. <laughs> wow! 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 Give me Coach Prime in Colorado and the twenty one and a half points. Twenty 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 one and a half. Twenty one and a half. Okay. Hmm. I like that. Interesting. I like that. I don't. I looked over his screen and I saw he had the Big Ten pulled up and I was like, or I mean the Big Twelve and I was like, that son of a gun. <laughs> and then the minute he said Friday night, you went. Oh. I had it hid the whole time because I had I had the scores and I, I no, like, you, I looked I wanted, over at one point and I, I, wanted, I saw I wanted to see him, so I just I just slid it up just a little bit and I, I knew saw where it was and I was, I slid it down. I was, I was like, okay, I'll go next. And then I was looking at Minnesota, Louisiana. That's, That's terrible. You have some editing to do here because I had to look. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. I won't listen anyway. So, um, so yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so he's out, all out of words. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, uh, see you later. We gotta do the thing. <laughs> you know the thing. <laughs> That's called a goodbye, Sean. Do we want to talk about any of our oh, news wait, coming wait up? Wait, 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 wait. We forgot about. We forgot we were going to add this thing about the uh, Redskins. I guess we could hold it to next week. Makes no difference. So Washington's being sued <laughs> by Indians by Indians <laughs> to put the Redskins' name. Back because it's not negative; it's positive because right. they're representing because Chief represent- White Claw or whatever his Chief, name is. Chief <laughs> Chief White Claw. It would be a lot of see. There's the meme for all of this. Chief White Claw. Chief White Claw. You got, well, yeah, White like, Claw. You got, you, got, you got no. You got Karen sitting there with her with her white girl wasted White Claw with her head with yeah. her with Chief her, White Claw. Ho. <laughs> she turns into that after several. Chief White Calf. Oh, I knew it was something White Claw. <laughs> and they said that he he brought integrity and courage to the field, and that's what the Redskin symbol brought when they brought onto the football field, and that they they were proud to be called for you, them to be called the Redskins. You think it'd be as much outrage if they were the Washington Fighting Whiteys? <laughs> <laughs> the Washington no. Crackers. Like, would that, I mean, would that cause as much outrage like the well, Fighting Whiteys? I asked Neil this question this afternoon. If they're wanting it back, then who wanted it gone? Oh, Roger Goodell. Woke white people. Yeah. Again, best, uh, best uh, looking man here. <laughs> best definition, <laughs> without giving a definition, best definition of woke has been given by Neil Payne. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Brainchild. <laughs> the architect. You took, you took the uh, words out of my I, mouth. I, I like the architect. Architect, the architect. You are the, the architect. mad architect. Building. You are the architect. Think about that one for a minute. You are the <laughs> broker. 
The <laughs> Mad Architect building. <laughs> hey, hmm, Mr. Mr. Ding. Bill. Watch out. Billy. Billy boy. Billy, Billy, Billy Ding. Billy, 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 Billy Ding, get over here. I'm coming for you. It's Ronnie Garvin. <laughs> I'm going to touch your body. I love the Ronnie Garvin. Anytime Ronnie Garvin is brought up, I love it. <laughs> hey. Hey, Bill. Ronnie Garvin. It's Ronnie Garvin talking to you. I'm coming for you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to touch your body. If you all haven't seen that promo, please by all means. You may not be a wrestling fan. That will give you a chuckle. It will. Will it, be, will it give you a chuckle or a giggle? That is a chuckle. That one in the in the Sid Vicious. Or a snicker. You're, you're half the man. Or what is it? You're half the man that I am. <laughs> and I have half the brain that you do. <laughs> or the one where he messes up. And they go, we're live, pal. <laughs> He's like, let's start all over. Ronnie Garvin's better. Ronnie Garvin. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, I was going to say, do we want to announce no. any of our new stuff? Yet? Nope. We got some stuff coming. We won't wait till October. I said about two months ago we had big news. Yep. It's rolling back around. Yeah. Rolling. 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 Rolling, rolling, rolling down, down the river. river. And on that note. <laughs> yeah. Stay safe, Francis. <laughs> well, this. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.